Hey everyone, today is Tuesday, the 3rd of October, 2017. This is The Gap, episode 390. I'm Luke Laurie. Job Gorey's here today. How you going, Job? Oh, yeah. You got a plane tomorrow morning. You, you're pumped for that, are you? Super pumped. I am super pumped. Can't you tell how pumped I am? <laughs> so excited. Um, have you thought about what games you're going to play on the plane? Cuphead. I'm going to play Cuphead. Actually, my oh. plan is, right, I've installed Cuphead, but I haven't played it yet. I haven't tried it. Um, out on my surface. So my plan is, if it runs like dog shit, mm. then I'll just play Dead Cells the whole way. Hey, all right. Let's um, let's bust into it because we got a lot to talk about. Sure. Um, I've been playing Cuphead. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, I uh, picked it up last night and started playing it because it's quite it's quite cheap to pick yep. up. Um, going like I've played this game a couple of times at preview sessions and just kind of at like the Xbox booth at certain events like eb or packs that sort of thing and I, I never really got it <laughs> like it was always this kind of weird game I was like oh, okay yeah it's like a boss battle type game and i don't yeah. really understand what's going on um and it's a game that's kind of was released or announced a couple of, of years ago and sort of went on i don't know like this underground thing for a while where we didn't really hear about it and then all of a sudden it's like hey the game's out now and uh, to me, it seems like they fleshed it out a bit more and maybe added a few more things in there. But yeah, man, I'm um, I'm not too far in. I'm on the first world and I'm digging it. I'm really liking it. Yep. Um, it is pretty much just like a boss battle type game where you play a, uh, a little thing that looks like a cup with legs and arms. Sure. Um, and there's a bunch of abilities that you've got, like you can jump, um, you can parry um, using uh, your jump button on certain types of objects within the world, only certain types of things. They're, like, okay. color-coordinated. Sure. Um, and then you can shoot stuff and also, like, a dodge attack and um, and also there's, like, a super attack as well. So it's pretty simple in terms of what you're kind of doing. And, it, and it's basically like a platforming puzzle game. So you're given these um, bosses to kind of go up against and for the majority of the game. And you ha- they have, like, various stages of... Um, like what kind of things they do to you or how they attack you. Sort of like, uh, I guess Dark Souls is kind of the obvious thing you look at. Like when you play Dark oh, Souls. Oh, how are you going to use Dark Souls? You go up, like you try and go into a boss battle and it has various stages of like attacks and patterns you've got to kind of look for. Yeah. This is kind of what like Cuphead is. There's different stages and patterns that you've got to look for in the game and sort of adapt to that. And progress um, through each level. So, uh, yeah, man, it, it kind of just says, all right, here's the very basic functions of the game um, in a super easy tutorial. It takes about 30 seconds to get through. And then it just is like, all right, go. And that's pretty much it. And from there, you're kind of learning s- similar to Dark Souls in terms of um, you learn by failing. You know, you get hit by things or you get... Uh, you're, you're noticing certain attack patterns that the enemy is throwing at you. Um, and that could either, you don't actually die like one hit kill type stuff. You do have health, health points, but you can kind of learn from your mistakes. And that's kind of how you progress through each level. Um, and I really like it (laughs) so far. Like I'm not a super like deep way into it. I'm, uh, let me just check. I'm 70 minutes in. But I've played about five or six levels on the first world, and I'm really enjoying what it does. It changes things up a little bit as well. Um, it's just not necessarily on a single screen. 
you going up against one other boss. It's kind of, um, there are some elements where there's like puzzle platforming stuff where you're actually moving around and jumping and avoiding lots of enemies. Um, there's others. I got to one section where I'm like a fucking uh, fighter plane and, you know, it's like this uh, always moving sideways scrolling type thing that's going on and you're dodging bullets and shooting enemies and and all this other sort of stuff so it's not just like single screen shoot attacking one boss every mission they, they just changed up a little bit which i thought was really interesting um yep. and then they also throw in like every time you do finish a mission there's like a overall um like scoring screen this is how many times you parried um this is how many coins you collected these are how many times you got hit and it kind of gives you a grading system and then from there also it um it gives a bit more replay value to it. I don't know like what that kind of entails further down the track if there's some sort of um achievement system probably, but if it's anything else it's on top of that as well that you, kind of incentivizes you to go back. Um other than some of the missions have coins and if you do get uh all the coins or however many you pick up, they go back into your sort of pocket and you can pick pick up um different items to use throughout the game. So you can change up the way that your character maybe shoots or the amount of damage he does. Uh, you can do things like... So some of the examples that I saw on the shop when I first started was like sacrificing your hit points for extra damage or um, sacrificing your long-range attacks for short-range attacks but do more damage. So that kind of means that you're closer up on the enemies but there's more chance of them to hit you type stuff. So there's a bit of variation in terms of what you can kind of do in each level and and how you kind of approach each one um which i thought was really cool but otherwise from the very short brief time that i've kind of had a chance to play with it uh i'm really enjoying it so far it's it's very challenging um but it's not challenging in the way that like i feel frustrated by the game it's more or less that you know it's it's my mistakes that i'm that are causing me to die and all that sort of stuff um so yeah, I'm really digging. And if you're the type of person that doesn't like really hard, challenging games, there is a sim- a simple mode as well. They call right. it. I haven't tried that, but um, there does seem to be some difficulty sliders in there at least for people to kind of check it out if they're not into that like that hard, super hard, brutal type of gameplay. Because I have heard it gets really hard. Um, and there seems to be like a co-op mode in there as well, which I haven't checked out. So maybe if you get it, we can check that out at some stage. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Um, I'll Yeah, I'll check it out. Um, I think you'll like it, though. I think you'll be surprised, because you've played it before, right? And you thought it was quite weird, or... I think you were no, the same I, boat I as me. No, I never played it. I was just oh. never... Like, I, I was looking at it, and from the get-go, it sort of got me offside. Yeah. Because I, don't, I didn't like the art style, because it feels to me a lot of the time... Like, it just felt like people were like, oh, my God, yeah. this art style is so cool. Hmm. But it just didn't... Like, I, I don't know. There's nothing about, like... I don't know. It sort of reminds me of like uh, when things are like underdone just for the sake of being underdone. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just don't find that old school bouncy animation, the Walt Disney animation style, to be actually that good. And uh, yeah, so uh, in general, I, I just wasn't very interested and never really wanted to check it out. But. Uh, yeah, it's getting really good reviews. It's getting really good chatter. Like you're saying, it's good. Uh, people are comparing it to Dark Souls more than I. Oh, really? Would, yeah, would <laughs> okay. think. Um, which is surprising to me. Hmm. But uh, 
yeah, it's it's one. Of, I'm just like, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll play it. Like, I don't know. I wonder. I, I want to know. I want to see where where the Dark Souls measure sort of sits these days. Like, whether or not, like, what it is that makes it Dark Souls esque. Because, mm-hmm. like, your description, I don't know. Like, maybe I could find in this if if it isn't what I think is a Dark Souls type game then maybe I can find what it is uh, that like I can pinpoint yeah to that description uh, to work out exactly because I don't know it, it sounds a little trial and error from your description um, like it can be like I think the first mission or the second like the first two I got through quite easily it was um it's not like I'm dying 50 times in these levels and being like, oh, all right, let's go. It's just a handful of times. Um, yeah. And it's just learning, like, the tells, the, the patterns, or, or just, like, watching out for things. You can easily avoid them, but it, it likes to do that thing in, I guess, similar to Dark Souls, where it kind of plays with the timing a little bit. Like, you right. think they're about to- They'll do something twice, and then on the third time, they'll go to do it, and- it's that little bit longer or shorter in the timing and it kind of throws you off that little bit. Yeah. Um, and it's just sort of like about learning that sort of stuff and and getting an idea of what exactly is going to happen. Um, and because I guess Dark Souls does a thing where you go up against the boss and it's really only, I think in the latest Dark Souls, it was kind of like the three phase type bosses they were doing. Yep. Whereas some of the ones I've seen on this one, it, it does like eight or nine different faces right and um the cool thing is that it actually shows you at the end of uh every, every death kind of where you're at in the run and um little indicators to show like all right this is phase one this is phase two this is phase three so y- you kind of get that indication of oh man i just i was like so close to beating it if i just retry i'll jump in and maybe i'll get it this time or or you kind of get an idea every time sort of where you're failing and, and how far you're getting, um, which I really like about it. As opposed to being like, maybe you'll die 10 times. You're like, fuck, I, I just don't know what I'm doing wrong. And you might you might not be that far into that level or or that boss. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. I, I, going back to the art style, I don't, uh, I don't mind it. I think it's really cool. It, it's got this like, if people haven't seen it, it's like this 1930s, 1940s type art style it reminds me a lot of um like popeye sort of stuff yeah um i don't know if i've seen much else sort of outside of that era era apart from the classic like disney stuff that you did talk about yep. like the really old um uh what's his name Mickey Steamboat Mouse. Willie. yeah 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 that to me is it looks um i get like a lot of popeye <laughs> inspiration out of it because right. that's all i can really turn to i guess but um yeah, man, I like it. I just, I just really dig how simple it is, and and how it's like, all right, here's your buttons, uh, go, <laughs> and it just yeah. sort of just kicks off and off you go. I don't, I can't. Maybe it it gets harder along the way. Maybe it gets easier. Maybe I don't know. A lot of people that have played it, um, uh, haven't played a lot of Dark Souls or something. But that's just kind of where I'm drawing my inspiration from. Like I can see a lot of the boss fight type stuff in this part along with some really tricky puzzle platforming elements as well um which i I really dig from it i don't know i enjoy it i like it i think you'll i think you'll have a bit of fun with it yeah well hopefully i mean Hmm. it's gonna be it's that or fucking non-stop dead Dead souls uh dead (laughs) Dead cells for a fucking another 
20 hours so I mean I'm not that unenthusiastic about that idea to be honest mm. but uh, yeah yeah um, anyway, so the reason I started playing that was I picked up um, Divinity Original Sin 2 uh, right. during the week. And I'm not a fan at the moment. <laughs> no. Have you played any of it? No, I haven't. Getting a lot of praise. And I can I can understand, um, you know, people really liking it. But I think my mindset at the moment is not a good place to, to play that game. Um I kind of wanted an RPG that I could kind of jump into and just start playing and really enjoy myself. And I'm, I didn't find that at all across yeah. the, um, four and a half to five hours that I did play Original Sin 2. Um, it's a very like hardcore, complex RPG sort of inspired by games like Baldur's Gate and, um, you know, very heavily inspired by Dungeons and Dragons, that sort of thing. Um, yep. less less on your like your Diablo type RPG stuff um, even though it does borrow some elements from that but it, it's like a super hardcore RPG um, and I, I personally don't think they do a very good job of teaching the player how to play that game uh, which I guess for some people that's okay I mean that's fine a lot of people they'll be into that like learning it same sort of thing with going back to the Dark Souls type stuff of you know, um, it, it, that being a game that requires a bit of patience and kind of learning and mechanics and that sort of thing. But I felt it was not teaching you enough in Divinity's original sensor that it was, um, cause it's quite a complicated game and, and it just felt like there wasn't enough, like, of the game telling you what I was supposed to be doing or how to do things. So going back to like the Dark Souls thing, you start that game and it kind of says, all right, well, here's how you attack. Here's how you dodge. Here's how you parry. Here's how you block. Um, and here's how you use Estus Flask, whatever. And then it's kind of like go. And that's pretty much all you need from the start of that game to kind of to get to the end, right? Um, and then it's got these little bits and pieces in between of using items and picking up. Like, you don't need that stuff to finish that game, but it kind of helps. Um, whereas Divinity Original Sin 2, it's... There are so many mechanics and systems in play that I feel like it just completely doesn't tell you anything about. And it's sort of like, just go and figure it out for yourself. Um, and systems that are really important to know, uh, like just basic stuff, like all the elemental stuff that the game does. Like, all right, if you use, um, if you're, if a character is standing in a, a water, um, based area and you shoot electricity on it and the whole area will light up and anybody touching that water will be electrified. So it plays with elements, um, that sort of stuff a lot. And I don't think it goes into enough detail of explaining any of those systems. Um, now saying that I know about all these, those systems in particular because I played the last game. Uh, I played a little bit of the last game. So I know how some of that stuff works, but it, it didn't do enough. I felt like this time around of, of saying, all right, well, here's how you work your party management. Here's, Here's how all the action point systems work because every time you move around or um, use a spell or attack or move something in your inventory, then that's how many points it'll take out of each move. Because um, it's like a, a round-based or a turn-based uh, fighting system. It's not real-time. Uh, and then just 
Like, so the, the tutorial area I was totally okay with. It was just me running around, working through the tutorial area, and that took about, I don't know, an hour and a half, whatever it was. And then you kind of get to the main island and, it, and things kind of open up a bit and off you go into your own world. And it starts giving you party members and, and all that sort of stuff. But it's really, it doesn't really explain, like, what you should be doing with them or what sort of party members you should be going, like, trying to get. None of that stuff. They're kind of... It just... It's like, just go. Go and do it. Um, so, I was really struggling in some of the fights to just... Just kind of get through the fights, like, early on. And, and a lot of these fights were, like, one-on-four, like... Four of my guys versus one person that was at, like, one level above me. I was, like, level three and they were level four. And they would take out, like, kill two of my people. And um, and I'd be like, all right, I, th- I feel like I'm doing okay. Like, two people are gone, whatever. And then so I'd, re- like, resurrect the people that had died and I'd go on my merry way. And then all of a sudden I got to a point where I had, like, no more resurrection spells because I only had, like, three to start off with. And, um... I was struggling to get any heals because you don't you don't heal after your combat is finished. You kind of just have the same amount of hit points going from fight to fight. Yep. So I couldn't really figure out how to get more um, hit points and, and get myself back up to full health. Um, and then, like, I was going around doing getting quests, but the quest system kind of it throws everything into this journal. And it's just all laid out on, like, this page. It's a huge dump of text. But it doesn't really say what you're supposed to be doing. It's kind of... It tries to do that thing The Witcher did where um, it sort of gives you this diary and explains, like, what Gerald is thinking about and sort of what to do next. And um, it talks a bit about the story and that that sort of stuff. But that game at least shows you sort of where you're supposed to be going and, and, and what you're supposed to be doing. Whereas... Divinity Original Sin 2 is just like a bunch of text and and that's it. It doesn't really point you in what direction you, you, know, you should be looking. Um, and the other confusing thing is that all the quest icons on the map show you like who you spoke to. So it'll be like, here's a quest marker. And it's like, well, I've already got that quest, but it's showing me I need to be in this area. But that's not really what it's telling me. It's just telling me this is where a quest is that I've already got. Um, so that was super confusing. Uh, and then like, yeah, so I kept, I ran out of these restoration spells to start healing my people. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. I don't understand. I clearly it's, it's supposed to be hard. So I, I dropped it down a difficulty because I was reading out people were like, you shouldn't play it on normal, play it on, uh, explorer mode or whatever it is. Cause, um, unless you're a veteran, you'll find it really challenging. I was like, all right, whatever. And that didn't help. I was still struggling through that. And then people were saying, it's fine to save scum. That's what you should be doing. You should learn the fights. The fights can take half an hour to an hour to finish. And uh, I was like, all right, whatever. Um, and then I got to like the this area right at the beginning where some lady's like, hey, do you want to go into this arena or go for a fight? And I'm like, all right, whatever. I'll, I'll jump in here. And I've got my four dudes. And I go down there and there are like, eight fucking people in this arena and I just get destroyed, like flat out fucked up. Um, Mm. They're like teleporting to me, slowing down all my characters, fucking lighting them all on fire, turning them to stone. Like I've got no no chance against these characters that are supposedly the same level as me. Um, And I'm just like, well, I don't know what I'm doing. So I looked up some tips videos on like some community people put up and one dude was talking about like... um, 
how you should be organizing your party and what sort of party members you should have. And then I read through a bunch of forums talking about like what combinations of party members people recommend. And they're all like, all right, you should have minimum like one or two healers. You need a tank, you know, your DPS guy, like the typical D&D stuff. But yeah. the guys I had in my party were none of this. They were all fucking DPS people. And I'm like, well, I don't, I don't know where I'm supposed to be going to get these healers. So then I look up a video on where to find a healer. That's like a fucking 45 minute video about, oh, you've got to go do this and then this other thing. And then this is for one person. I'm like, man, I don't have the time for this shit. I just want to play a fucking RPG and have a bit of fun. Uh, it's just not the game that I'm not, I'm not ready for that type of thing right now. Maybe when I get some free time down the track where I can sit and spend fucking 70 hours to play that type of RPG, I'll do it. But, um, the, the, the fact that they do a, such a terrible job of teaching you a lot of basic stuff that I consider myself to be, you know, I, I know quite a bit about RPGs and how to play them. Mm. If somebody that didn't know anything about RPGs and or even were not confident in them were like, oh, I'm going to go check this game out. Everyone's talking about it. They'll get fucking obliterated um, straight up if they were trying to play this because it's just it just does such a poor job of explaining just simple mechanics to people. Um, that I, I knew quite a bit of them, but every other person that maybe hasn't seen this or played this genre before wouldn't have a clue about, like, all the elemental stuff and and things like that. Like, if you play an undead, uh, you can play undead characters, but they don't heal the same way as normal people. They heal using poisoning attacks, and, and they've got to wear masks because if they don't wear masks, then normal humans will attack them. Just stuff, simple stuff like that just doesn't, it's just not explained at all in the game. Um, so, yeah, I just don't have the patience for it right now to play it. It's uh, the the point that really put me off was looking up, like, tip stuff and people just saying, yeah, it's, it takes a while to get into type thing. Like, but once you get over that hurdle, it gets really good. Um, and here's a fucking hour video on how to sort your party management, management out and who you should be using. Hmm. So, no, that's not where i'm at at the moment i'll get to that some other time that's fun did you have that problem with the first game though no i think it done a really good job of explaining things to you um but i i I just feel like either i'm doing something wrong or i don't have like i missed something i don't know i don't understand where i'm supposed to be getting these all these um people that I, i guess i could probably go an all dps group and just get fucking stomped all the time but I don't have enough heals to do anything. Like, I've been eating fish and trying to get all my characters back up to health. And I, I don't know where I'm supposed to find my healer. Like, if she's lying around somewhere. Mm. I don't know, man. It's just really it's just really weird. I remember playing the first one and having no problems at all um, with it explaining things. But I, f- I don't think it's done a very good job here of, of teaching the player, like, what they should be doing. And I just don't have the patience to fuck around with that at the moment. Yeah. Um, yeah, just stuff like that. Yeah. It just, yeah, like, it, man, like one of the first fights I got onto, it was against a bunch of crocodiles and they would just like teleport around and slow your character down. And I, I really didn't understand how I should, like, it, it doesn't say, all right, you've been slowed. You should be, this is how you kind of slow. You need this, this, and this, or... There's none of that. It just fucking... It'd just be like, all right, go. Figure this out for yourself. Yeah. And I'd just be getting belted 
um, like I'd win the fights, but I'm now down two people and then have to res them. And uh, and uh, another tip of the video was was like, oh yeah, don't use your res- resurrection spells early on because they're really hard to come across. <laughs> like what you should be doing is reloading the save and then playing through it without getting anyone killed. Uh, which that was, I think, the point for me was like, no, nah, I'm I'm good. Like I will come back to this at some other time where I've I've you know I can spare a couple of hours to figure out what the fuck I should be doing. Um, but I don't know. Well, like, how do you feel about those sort of systems? Do you think they should do a better job of teaching people? Oh well, well, definitely. I mean, you know, it's it's interesting that we come, you know, we leave uh, <laughs> one game that you're comparing to Dark Souls, and we move into one where I guess like a comparison to Dark Souls is naturally apt because, uh, like, no one would no one would claim that um, Dark Souls handholds you, hmm. right? But it does do a really good job at a lot of times of like informing you through gameplay yeah of where you need to go what you need to do or yeah or definitely definitely what you've done wrong like absolutely what you've done wrong but it just seemed like even more than that you felt like you were lost and shit like that to me like yeah that's that's a surprising one like sometimes just sometimes game systems just don't click with you and so i can understand not work like a game maybe not really communicating how you're fucking up very well if if the systems never really gel but mm-hmm. yeah if, if it's not really directing you uh like through the story either then i i think that that's a pretty yeah, uh, a very surprising oversight. Because yeah, the first game was received really well, and this mm. one, yeah, it's it's one of those situations where like, I don't know. I, I guess uh, a website like a website's going to get a reviewer who has an interest in the those type of games, right? Yeah, in those kind of games, and there's probably a really good chance that said reviewer played a lot of the first game and has a really good grasp on the world and uh knows all the little tricks and tips like you know not using your resurrect spells or whatever the fuck um yeah or just giving you a decent party lineup from the start like yeah why doesn't it give me my tank my dps crazy like uh, apparently so you can every time you talk to one of these companions well the first time you meet them um They've got their own abilities and perks and whatnot and sort of like their archetype. Uh, like, yeah. oh, this person is a damage dealer. And it, it comes up and says like, oh, do you want me to be something else? Or do you want me to be like the person that I am type thing? Like, I guess you can change what spec they are. But I never had, like the game never informed me that I should be picking like a tank, a DPS, a healer or, or anything like that. It was just kind of like, oh, well, I'm going to leave this person what spec they are because that's what they are. So I'll just take all these people with me. Yeah. Um, and off I went. So, yeah, I just, I feel like it just did a poor job of, of explaining a lot of things that were kind of going on. Um, and that quest system, man, it's, oh, I thought I was doing something wrong. Like it, the quest marker would be, was on the t- person I just spoke to. The first time I was like, oh, am I supposed to choose the dialogue tree? And I went through the same dialogue tree like twice. And I was like, all right, well, I don't know what I'm supposed to do here. So I went somewhere else and spoke to another person. And then the same thing happened. Like, I've got this quest and all of a sudden, um, 
you know, it's still, there's a quest mark still on this person. It's like, ah, oh, that's str- kind of strange. Oh, the other thing is, it fucking, I'd be, I'll be randomly walking around and all of a sudden I get like 300 XP and I don't understand what is happening. It doesn't, like, I don't know if I've, I've explored a new area or something. It just kind of pops up to say, hey, you just got some experience. Congratulations. Like, it's such a bad job of telling you anything. Wow. Um, anyway, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that are really digging it, but I don't have the patience or the time right now to fuck around learning, like, reading paragraphs of, paragraphs of uh, you know, tutorial systems on how to play it. I just kind of wanted something where I jump in, play a couple hours, and be like, yeah, this game seems pretty good, and sort of talk about it with people. But no, nah, it seems like you have to really invest a good... 15 hours 10 hours to kind of get a grasp of what's really going on in there um and yeah like i said i played four and a half hours and i'm literally at the starting location still i just don't know what i'm supposed to be doing it's fucked it's not a good it's not a good tutorial it's it's terrible well anyway maybe i'll come back in six months to be like it's fucking awesome but right now it's not awesome i got too much shit to do yep and uh, i don't have time to to learn your stupid game so it's probably a good game, but it's a stupid game to me right now. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm gonna get a lot of angry messages. I feel like. Yeah, people love that game. Yeah, I know, and that's cool. I'm sure it's fucking awesome, but I don't have the time, so and I'm sorry. It, and you hate them. Yeah. And fuck everything. I'm not saying the game is shit. I'm saying it it does a really bad job of introducing a lot of mechanics. Like if I got my partner to play this. I'm pretty sure she'd be yelling at me because she doesn't play a lot of games um, and it's not the type of game I would throw someone in the deep end with and be like, hey, here's a fun game. It's got a lot of critical received like really well. Play this. <laughs> yeah. That, that's nuts. Anyway, let's keep going. What else we got here? What else do we have? Uh, uh, Steam World Dig 2. Let's talk about that one first. Yeah, I nearly bought this. I bought it on yeah. the Switch. Okay, because I figured I could play play it on the on the plane in yeah. case. Uh, well, uh, in case I didn't want to play whatever the fuck. Um, Cuphead, Dead Cells. No, I hadn't Dead even Cells. thought about Cuphead at the time. But uh, yeah, so I, I got this. Um, everyone was raving about it. Oh my god, you know it's a perfect fit. Uh, I finished it. I finished it before you got on the plane. Before I even got on the plane. Um, and it was like a real surprise ending too. Um, like I, I think I tweeted about this, right? But I do this thing where I don't read anything in the game that I'm really confused about what the fuck is going on in it. Uh, this is like the opposite of of you and fucking divinity because you read everything and you still didn't know what the fuck was going on. I didn't read shit, and I'm like, oh, I don't know what the fuck is going on. I don't know how any of these fucking systems work. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck does light? impact in this fucking game i don't give a fuck it doesn't matter and then i finished it i I never really like properly learned what light did except for make things not dark um but it runs out like it runs out as as you go through the game well the thing is joe the more light you get Mm. the more raid ready you are oh right of course i should you need 285 at least yeah. Um, yeah. Shit. Ah, uh, damn. Well, that that explains it. No, I still finished the game though. Um, yeah, it's 
it's okay, I guess. Like, it feels more like a Ooh. clever. What the fuck was that? Did you I'm strike got, on I your got hiccups? Oh, Macca's burger. Uh, Macca's hiccups. No, um, I'm eating my burgers. I'm good. I'm just, yeah. Continue. Yep. Okay. Um. Yeah. So it, it's just. I don't know, it feels like it's a pretty clever puzzle game, but I, I don't know. I sort of thought there'd be like an infinite amount of digging that I'd be able to do. I didn't yeah. realize there was like some sort of end system in store for me. Hmm. So, yeah, I, I just sort of, you know, I'd go down for a bit and dig down and go back up. And basically what you do is, is uh, it's like a sort of a grid-based um, spelunking game. Sort of like Spelunky, in a way. But, but without um, the random <laughs> generated levels. Yeah, except no, no, no randomness. So, uh, like, there is randomness, I believe, in the placement of enemies and the placement of, uh, like, the, the gems that you dig out, but... Yeah, the otherwise like it's it's pretty rigid uh, in the way things are set up, and yeah, like I don't know, I just it's it's you dig down, you can't like dig, you can't dig while jumping, so that sort of adds to some some of the challenge. But as that would be challenging. Have you ever tried digging while jumping? Uh, well, like, you can't, like, swing your pickaxe while jumping. So if something's above you, you can't swing a pickaxe at oh. it. So you can quickly, like, often at the start of the game, I was finding myself sort of backing myself into a semi-corner where I wouldn't be able to reach any gems because I'd be digging, like, straight down and then I wouldn't be able to dig back up again. I'd have to, like, loop back around at some point to get down to the gems. Yep. Um... Yeah, it was like, I don't know, later on you sort of solve that problem. It's not really a problem at all. And so there's that. Um, and yeah, like you just sort of progress through the game. You unlock more stuff. It, it's sort of Metroidvania-esque, but it doesn't really feel like it's got the like the breadth of a Metroidvania game. Like It doesn't feel like it's as deep as metroid or castlevania so yeah just sort of when it ends it's just like okay cool um i felt like i felt like i'd re- like barely utilized the skill set i was like that was made available to me yeah and i sort of just did it like it ends in a boss fight there's two boss fights um and yeah it ends in a boss fight and that's it like you're like okay cool um, multi-phase boss fight so I know you know Dark Souls-esque in that situation I'm being facetious uh, it was a pretty tough boss fight but I managed to finish it anyway on my second attempt uh, once I worked out how like I, I wasted a lot of time trying to work out how to initially hurt the boss and then yeah. once I worked that yeah I came down to like the wire like half a fucking heart left but it didn't matter I still fucking beat it um on my second attempt and yeah that like I don't know man just felt really disappointing considering how expensive it was and how much more I've gotten out of like Dead Cells is a Metroidvania style game where I've gotten fucking way more 
out of, you know, like I've gotten stacks more out of Metroidvania, uh, out of Dead Cells, and I'm done. I'm done with Steam World Dig 2 now. Like, it's just, it's over. And it was like 30 fucking bucks. Yeah, all right, that's crazy. Yeah, that is nuts. I Um, I think it's got a pretty cool art style, though. Look, it looks. I've yeah. not played the original and it, it really stuck out to me because it was in my Steam list and oh, that looks pretty cool maybe I'll check that out but um, I didn't get around to it well the bullet dodged hmm. instead I bought <laughs> Divinity Original Sin 2 yeah <laughs> um, maybe not maybe you dodged one bullet and sidestepped into another yeah. Um, yeah it's just I don't know. I don't think it's bad. It's just I don't think it's worth the fucking price of admission. If it was fifteen yeah. bucks, I'd 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 still be like surprised that I finished it so quickly, but I wouldn't have this fucking yeah, yeah. taste in my mouth. But yeah. Because of the cost, I'm like, oh wow, that's pretty rough. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um Yeah, so that's that. Cool. Um so about golf story. Golf story Everyone's so- talking about this. What is going on? Coming out of nowhere. Yeah, it's uh, it's a RPG and a golf game in one. Um, so it's sort of done in the style of a of a Pokemon game. Yeah, and you walk around like completing golf style challenges uh, to earn money and level up your character while you so that you can play more golf. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's. It's really fun. I don't know how deep it is. I've only played about an hour of it so far. Uh, the golf, I, I haven't found, like, it needs to ramp up the challenge significantly because I haven't found myself being even remotely challenged by the golf yeah. in it. At this point, it's sort of this, like, press A, press A when it's at the end of the power bar or however much power you want to give it. Yeah. And then press A a third time to give it, like, a... Uh, triple click. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Triple touch. That's the way um, you do it. But it seems super forgiving. Hmm. So uh, it's it's yeah. It didn't feel like I don't feel like I'm. I don't know. I'm fucking nailing it. Maybe is maybe it, my timing's perfect. But. Is it like just putting or is it actual like you're no, driving? Yeah, driving. There's you know all the all the all the golf things, sand, bunkers, and that's 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 golf rough. stuff. Yep. Um, yep. Uh, birdies. Are there pars? Pars. Yeah. Uh, eagles? Uh, eagles. All Got right. a couple of eagles. Caddies? Uh, Are there caddies? No. No, no caddies. No, this is not a golf game. I know. It's a half-assed yeah. golf game. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's got a bit of a story of this little kid who's who wants to be a famous golfer. And, I don't know, you go about trying to become one, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess every little kid who grew up with tiger woods wants to be like that if only to fuck porn stars like tying up tiger woods right like that's what he was up to so yeah yeah um maybe this is the rpg i need maybe (laughs) maybe it's one more up you more your speed yeah a bit too easy (laughs) yeah how many holy ones you get all of them uh none so far yeah chump shit um yeah, no, uh, no hole ones, no yeah. bogeys either though. Had Haven't bogeys. gone on the uh, over par yet, so that's good. Yeah, yep, I'm too good. Awesome, um, and that's on um, digital only, right? 
Yeah, and it's on Switch. And how long did it take you to find that in the store? Um, actually, yeah, actually, pretty like it was pretty challenging because it's just not a good storefront. Hmm. But eventually, I found it. Yeah, um, I, I like it. I think it's also up there in the price. Uh, so I, I'm gonna hold off on whether or not I'm all about it. Yep. For a little while, I'm gonna watch some. See, when I'm not playing Cuphead, um, I can watch stuff on my laptop um, and play games on the Switch at the same time. Cool. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my game plan there. Um, yeah. Awesome. Uh, that's about it. All right. What else you got? Uh, Escape from Tarkov. Yes. Escape from Tarkov. Uh, yeah, got this today. Um, found out that the beta, like you can buy your way into the beta. I wouldn't recommend buying your way into the beta at this point, but uh, you can buy your way into the beta for about 50 bucks Australian. And uh, yeah, I've been hanging out for this game for ages. Uh, it's this game, like it's, it's sort of, it's a first person shooter. You get dumped in this area and you have to make it to the uh, exit area, exit zone. And uh, it's got all these, like, super hardcore fucking, like, super hardcore permadeath-style things. Like, uh, like, it's got, if you die, you can't play again for half an hour. Or if you die, you lose all your shit. And you can insure your stuff for an expensive fee, but uh, you don't get it back unless someone actually finds your body and and retrieves your gear right and so yeah you don't get that shit back so you insure it and there's it's not even a guarantee you get shit back um yeah like so there's all that kind of stuff and um like not one shot kill but like yeah it can be it can very easily be one shot kill type shit like otherwise it's just sort of yeah it can also be like pretty fucking tense gunfights where you're getting fucked up and hiding and like there's a sort of suppression mechanic where your screen shakes and blurs a little when shots are landing real close to you and shit like that and yeah it's um sort of it's sort of like multiplayer like the dream is multiplayer stalker Mm. yep and I think it comes pretty close. Like the idea is you've got these two characters you can play. You can either play a scav, uh, which is a scavenger, or you can play your PMC character. And uh, if you play your PMC character, then um, if you die, you can't play again for half an hour. You lose all your shit. uh, And yeah, you basically have to start over. It's rough. Yeah. Um, Or you can play a scav and a scav there's there's not the same risk like you if you die it doesn't really matter um but you get like um you get the opportunity like you don't get to take anything out of the zone and if you don't die if you make it out as a scav you can transfer stuff that you took from the area to your main character um, they're on two separate, like scav and PMC are on two separate 30 minute timers. So if you die on one, you can go play on the other. 
Uh, if you die immediately on the other, then you're locked out for however long is left. But yeah, um, yeah, it's just I don't know. It's pretty janky at the moment. The movement system reminds me a lot of uh, armor, like it's very uh, rigid. Um, like uh, you feel clunky moving around and stuff. I don't think they're ever going to change that really. Um, I think it's part of the the game, like what they're going for in the game. But I would prefer it was a little bit smoother moving around because you feel like you're really struggling to get like straight through doors sometimes and shit. Um, there's a lot of complexity built into it to make it feel like make ramp up the tension. I died. My PMC died uh, in his in his first foray in. Uh, I, I lived in my first game in uh, as a scav. Got away with an AK-74 and uh, managed to steal a bunch of other stuff, killed some people. It was pretty good. Um, but, yeah, in my first foray as a PMC, I went in, uh, killed a dude, uh, went to loot him and got killed by someone else who'd come over to check out the sound of gunfire. Um, nearly got away with that one. But I, I, I don't know. I don't know if... the uh, I have to. I haven't started recording, but I have to start recording and checking whether or not I'm being super shit at shooting. Because mm-hmm. I don't think I am super shit at shooting. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I have to check and make sure, or to decide whether or not it's me or it's the the game that's fucking up these shots. Because I don't know yet. But yeah. Um. At this stage, yeah. I, I wouldn't recommend jumping in, but uh, it is cool, and I'm definitely going to play it more. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, definitely keen to play with the rest of you guys should you decide to jump in. Yeah. So I've got one question. Um, the insurance system stuff, uh, how, like, is that using money you're getting in the game or, like, how are you insuring stuff? Yeah, so you can sell... So, the, the whole point of scavenging when you're in um, in the world is you're getting stuff. It's not necessarily stuff that you can use. Uh, I found a can of WD-40, oh, yeah. which was worth nearly as much as an AK. Because you're scavenging for whatever you can find everybody wants the lube up (laughs) everyone wants that lube baby um yeah some things are worth a lot more than others and so yeah you wind up making money by selling that shit that's sort of out of the game that's like not more that not in the game um yeah yeah. all right fair enough um because yeah you're talking about like uh you know once you're being killed you're out for 30 minutes type stuff and i'm just sort of trying to work my head around whether or not they're thinking about implementing some sort of system in there where, oh, if you give us a dollar, you can start playing again type thing. Like, that would suck. Yeah, no. Yeah, fuck that shit. Yeah. All right. Mm. Cool. Yeah, sounds interesting. Yeah. Um, how many people are in a server? Like, I don't know, but don't there's know. AI as well, so it can be difficult to tell. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's sort of can obfuscate stuff uh whether or not you're playing with real people or ai can be hard to tell sometimes hmm okay fair enough cool yeah we'll check it out definitely when you get back yep all right tight 
Um, Project 1v1. I just remembered I played a bit of this. This is um, Gearbox Software's game that they announced a little while ago, um, which is in very early development. Uh, right. And I yeah. can talk about it because I'm in the, the alpha or whatever they're calling it. Okay. Just not allowed to stream it or post videos or screenshots. Um, it's pretty much just a shooter with card-based elements. And the card-based elements are your uh, abilities, your heroes that you can use, your weapons, that sort of stuff. Um, and then once you pick your kind of loadout off of these cards, you go into a match, you put up against somebody else, and you juke it out and you battle and in this small arena. Um yeah, it's, it's super, super early at the moment. Um, but the actual game, like the movement feels pretty good. Um, and the shooting feels pretty good. There's a rocket launcher, which I used as my main main uh, weapon. And rocket launcher feels actually pretty decent for um, that game. It's a very Quake 3 type rocket. Um, I was using that and getting some amazing kills with like splash damage and bouncing people up and all that sort of stuff um so yeah i I don't think there's too much to talk about because it's such an early sort of access but otherwise things i'm worried about with it are if they start making it which seems to be the direction they're going with it um using card packs and opening card packs and then getting better gear out of it Uh uh, getting better heroes because it seems like they're going with rarity items and that sort of stuff in there um, there are abilities and weapons that you could kind of tie to certain, um, uh, like rarities. So, yeah, I, I, I don't like if they start going down that route and it becomes this like pay to win thing. So I don't know. Yeah. That seems likely that they will. That's, that's where it seems like they're going. Like that's not in there at the moment. Everything is unlocked. You still get, um, you get a chest after completing every game and you open it and something pops out of it but I don't feel like they're in the they're going down that way um, I couldn't see any cosmetic stuff in the game so maybe that's something that comes later on but they're doing this whole card system and to me it smells like they're going down the um, hey buy cards and you'll get stuff out of them and that stuff will probably be things that are shiny and make your character better so yeah um, well, I guess we'll see. Like, I'm just guessing at the moment. I'm speculating, but otherwise, all I can say is it feels pretty decent. Um, the level that I played wasn't anything spectacular, but um, I was pretty happy with the movement and the shooting. So, yeah, we'll see how it comes out of that one. Yeah, okay, cool. There was like 30 people online when I was playing <laughs> as well. There's not a. I don't know how many people are in this alpha, but it doesn't look like there's a lot at the moment. Uh, wow. I don't know how yeah. they picked me, but. Yeah, you, you kind of just match up. You go, all right, go. You hit the play button. Here's my loadout. It's sort of in this like little. It's not even full screen. It's like uh, your League of Legends type browser or or launcher or, or like your Blizzard launcher where it doesn't actually launch the game first. It's this little external app. You set your loadout, hit play, and then off it goes and it finds you a person to play with. Um, it's got an MMR system, a matchmaking system. Um, yep. You get points depending on, I guess, how well you do in the match. Uh, up against the person you're going up against so yeah i don't know it's it's got some interesting stuff in there but if they start going down the pay to win route then i'm not interested yeah anyway 
I just thought I'd mention that because I got an email the other day saying, hey, you're in this now. Check it out. So I downloaded it and had a look. Nice one. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, what else we got here? Do you want to talk about PUBG quickly? Yeah, sure. What we want to talk about? Um, servers have been fucked all weekend. All, all week. Yeah, they've been pretty rough. Uh, yeah. A lot I don't of know what's going on there. Yeah. I think uh, they're at their threshold of how many fucking people are playing this game. Maybe. It's up there now. Like, it's it's at 1.6 million. Wow. Concurrent, I think. Yeah, that's crazy. It's getting to that point. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Um, yeah, they might be reaching a point where they just can't keep throwing fucking spinning server hardware on it. Yeah. Yeah, because we were, we were talking about this over the weekend when we're out, and I'm like, I, I don't understand why this is happening because a lot of the problems that we're seeing- and it could be globally as well, but we're seeing problems during our peak time, which is usually sort of the lowest time of the day for everywhere else. So, yeah. like, there's not that many people playing that that, that yeah. time. Yeah, I think I think it is like regional peak shit. Like, they haven't got as much available to to like spin up for us. I think a lot of uh, the Asian servers apparently have been a fucking shamozzle. Mm. So I think a lot of Asian uh, players are moving across the OC when they can't get a decent game on uh, Asian servers. Yep. Like, yeah, I think, yeah, they've got a lot, a lot of people playing. Um, they need to do something about it because people are going to start leaving. Um I mean, not me, but other yeah. people. Well, we, some good games on the weekend? Well, yeah, just to add to that, we were um, we were spent, we spent like 30, 40 minutes one night trying to get in. We ended up playing Siege instead. Um, but there was one game where... I don't, you might have been in it, but we got disconnected halfway through. No, I wasn't in that. No, was, you weren't in that one? Okay. No. I was in one where we got... We were uh, network lag detected just after we landed. Oh, okay. All of us. Um, I think you were in that one. Yeah, I was in that one. That was with Squirrel, Squirrel. was saying he was having was problems. Yeah. And we were telling me he was. Oh wish. no, that was in Savoni. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Hope they fix it's that. Been bad, but it was no, literally all weekend. <laughs> it yeah. was not fun. No, yeah. um, but did have some good games. Like I was saying, uh, got super wasted on Friday night, and I uh, was playing, um, and yeah found out that I'm very good at jumping out of windows, crouch jumping out of windows when I'm drunk. Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't ever fuck it up when I'm drunk. I fuck it up like probably 30% of the time when I'm sober, but when I'm drunk, every time. Hmm. Can't stop me. Um, yeah. Uh, so that's good. Yeah. We had the Joes, not the Joes match, the squad match. Well, I felt like we were playing Joes. Um, <laughs> with uh, James and Nate, we're in the team. Yep. That was probably the most memorable game that I had. That was uh, that was a good one. We got um, we got James's first ever chicken dinner. Yep. Uh, Nate dived basically immediately, so it was yeah two versus squads. Um, well, no, because James- what? Yeah, are you going to explain Nate, what happened? Well, Nate died trying to save James, so yeah. I'm not saying he was like, yeah, hopeless. Um, yeah, he just got a bit boned on the. Yeah, trying to help out a, a newbie. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, we... Um, you didn't explain how James died. Uh, how did James die? We were just driving... where he fucking jumped out of the car? Oh, my God. Yeah, he, we were just driving along, 
And then, like, five seconds after he jumped out, he was like, oh, guys. <laughs> and we were like, what uh, happened? I, I bumped I bumped F. Um, yeah, this was, like, just just north of, like, the warehouse at Pachinki. Hmm. Uh, so the, the one that's just, I guess west of Pachinki. Um, but yeah, just north of there. And so we, I, I, I was driving, I think, and I cruised back. And uh, yeah, we're trying to like block to to give like some cover to James from likely places where people will be. But uh, yeah, no, we just started getting lit up by like two different squads hmm. um, at the same time. So Nate's trying to get him up. Uh, we're like trying to cover and see who we can see and yeah, no such no such luck. Um, so yeah, Nate goes down. James is dead, and uh, we fucking booked it out to the warehouse. Um, curled around, fucking murdered everyone. It was fucking beautiful. Mm. Um, yeah, like the circle basically ended right on that warehouse. Not the circle, circle like the third, I think, circle was ending on that warehouse, and so we managed to. No, it didn't. Huh? No, it didn't. Yeah, the outside of the circle did. The warehouse? No, it uh, ended up like south, like south east of Georgia Pole. No, no, I'm saying the circle. Yeah. Like the third circle. Yeah. Was just at that. Was just outside that warehouse. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, it didn't. Yeah finished there no uh but yeah no and so a bunch of people came i guess out of fucking pachinki and uh, looking for a car because we were baiting that car remember yeah so there was this car on the on the road and we were like baiting it but also trying to like get to a point where we could actually get in (laughs) get into that car uh but yeah and uh yeah fucking did them all like waited for them to start fire fighting each other because we knew where the, no, they were there and they didn't know we were there. Uh, waited for them to get into a fight with one another and then fucking bingo, bango. Too easy. Mm. Yeah. Uh, you nearly, you so nearly died. The They pushed, one of the squads clearly won the fight between the two other squads and uh, started to push Luke real hard and uh, they still didn't know where I was. Where was this at? This was at those rocks. Near the oh, okay, warehouse. yeah, the rocks, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, uh, it was a good game. It was a good game. Yeah, but from there we went to the houses as well. What houses? We went to the houses like where I was just talking about. The we ended up um, in George, s- south yeah, southeast of Georgia Pole. Yeah, and we ended up in that house where there was like a squad already there, <laughs> like a squad of four. Yep, and we were getting fucking hammered by grenades. <laughs> They were pinging so many fucking grenades in, like goofy amounts of grenades into this house. Like easily more than 10 fucking grenades came coming in through the fucking windows, bouncing off walls, just fucking all over the place. It was a nonstop fucking explosion party. Yeah. Um, and we're and trying to dodge them. Yeah. And we're trying <laughs> to fucking like shift rooms uh, in a way that they can't like predict where we'll be next. And also like I was, I was trying to punish them so that they wouldn't, uh, I managed to like rope them off from trying to go through one of the windows because I could ping them every time they tried it. Mm. And so I had to like run out of the room twice 
uh, with grenades in it, but they never tried to throw a grenade through that fucking window again because they knew I'd be able to fucking do them. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, how did you... You got downed, right? How did you get downed? They, um... One of them came upstairs. We murdered him. Yeah. And then I went on the balcony. Um, right. And I was like, I'll come up behind them. So, I jumped down the balcony. I killed one of them. And... And then the second one... I think he must have been at the other house, right? The other two-story. I think he no, got no, there was the other two-story. Because you were upstairs when he got you. He, no, this okay. is a different time. Yeah. You're talking about a different time. No, I got this down is- twice. Oh, was it? Well, maybe you got down twice. I don't know. Oh, maybe, yeah, maybe it was a different game. But I, The, yeah, the okay. one where I squad wiped them was... You got downed while you are upstairs. Hmm. And, like, they use that. The dude from the other house, like, used that as an opportunity to, like, oh, let's all push, let's all push. And I murdered, murdered two of them on the fucking stairs. Yeah. And then I murdered the third dude with, like, a fucking, with 5% health. Ah, uh, okay. Um, and then I got you back up and we fucking won that game. Yeah, we ended up winning. <laughs> it was fucking amazing. Yeah, I think we both got, we both got a lot of kills as well. I think, like, yeah. 15 or 16 between yeah. the two of us. Yeah. <laughs> Which is stupid. Silly. Yeah. Uh, but awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was good. That was good. And, uh, I, um, yeah. Sorry. I was going to say, just to add, I was playing that, uh, same area the other night in a solo game. Oh, yeah. And you know where the, there's like a road, um, that's next to those set of houses and it kind of goes down a slope and then off towards like Gakka. Um, I was in that one of those houses and the circle was back up near my end and everyone from Gaka kept coming up here up t- and I shot a dude on the road killed him and then like two minutes later another dude come and started looting that body and then <laughs> I fucking shot him as well and then a third guy comes up like another two minutes later and I'm just like oh my gosh what is going on here <laughs> just like do 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 um, and then I was super scared like after I had to leave there to go to that crate all those crates in case someone was waiting um so what i did was i got my car and i drove it right on top of the bodies and then sort of used that as protection just in case someone was hiding over that little hill um anyway i thought it was really funny the whole like everybody every two minutes someone was like oh there's a body here and i go up and check it and i just wiped them out straight away uh anyway continue continue stories uh that was was about it like uh the friday night uh, later on that same night we um wound up uh, we were playing. We were playing mostly for kills. Me and Nate and Nate's friend Tom. Mm. We were all playing just to get as many kills as possible, which is not at all uh, how I like to play the game. Like I prefer to play for the chicken dinner, mm-hmm. uh, and playing for kills is not playing for chicken dinner. But uh, we did have some fucking outstanding rounds. Like I think I went on a streak of like six plus kills uh, for like four games in a row. I was just on a murder streak of spectacular but we did uh, we wound up like we were queuing up alongside you guys uh, you and uh, was it Drew were we okay yeah we, we, we were queued alongside one another yeah me and Nate and uh, his Nate's friend versus you and I think it was Drew and I can't remember who the other two were um, but yeah um, you guys all queued up we all queued up. We got in the same game and we didn't oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking ages. 
Uh, we nice landed friend. in Pachinki. Uh, the game ended basically north of Yaz. Yaz now, Poliana. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Where did you guys start? I think we started at Milta. Right. Yeah. Or um, was it the like little barns? I think it was the barns like west of Milta, maybe. Oh, okay. Like on the river, I can't remember. But we, I remember we were up at. I remember we were like up at the mountains near Yaz, yeah. and we heard shooting, and it was really close. And then your name started popping up, and we're like, "Holy fuck, it's them! Let's yeah. go!" <laughs> I was, I was so hoping we'd we'd run into you. I thought like we were we were specifically, also specifically like trying to work out if the people we were looking at were you because we were like it was very difficult to corral nate and tom into not murdering everything on site because i was still in this mindset of like killing everything immediately but um yeah like it was very but i was like my my sort of meeting them halfway thing was if we work out that it's you guys they're allowed to to go for it and so we're like counting and we're like does does Luke wear this shit? What does Luke wear? Is do you reckon that's Luke? And then eventually it got down to I think there were like twenty people left. Well, yeah, there's like, not many people left, yeah. Um we're like, okay, fuck it. Less than twenty weapons like weapons layout, just fucking kill everyone. Um But yeah, we got done uh like by this dude who came fucking we cleared like we were on the edge of the zone. We were really we were playing it like well on the edge. Uh, but this dude comes sprinting out of the fucking out of the zone. Well, this entire team comes sprinting out of the zone, and they stop halfway down the hill while still in the zone to start taking shots at us. And we did them, but this dude came in while we were healing yeah. uh, after the encounter and finishes us, which is a mad pain. Right? Um, yeah. yeah. I think we did like second in that match. You got yeah, you got second. We got sixth. Yeah very annoying um but yeah it's good stuff yeah it's fun yep had, uh, had a lot of chicken dinners over the weekend yeah when when we could yeah when we could play yep anyway uh another um, game squad, squad's coming soon as well end of October First apparently person. yeah, yeah. So. even though we don't have the capacity to play it don't have enough people mm. yeah mm, funny enough yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, Assassin's Creed. Is that what we're talking about? Yep. Assassin's Creed Origins. Uh, we played, what, four hours of this the other day? Four and a half hours? Something like that. Um, uh, basically, if anyone doesn't know anything about it, it is Assassin's Creed in Egypt. Ancient Egypt. And judging from the title of the game, you'll be playing, I guess, the first assassin. <laughs> or right. like the birth of the assassins the brotherhood yeah so, um yeah that's kind of cool i guess if you're into the story um but yep. otherwise like this is their first game since they they brought out the one about two years ago assassin's creed syndicate which was based in like this victorian london era type uh game with like lots of build giant buildings and this like cathedral type architecture and that sort of stuff um and that was the game that had like the two um, the two siblings you could play as as well yeah. brother and sister combination yep. super different type of game um, and then it didn't sell that well from what I said even though it kind of it was sort of well received um, it just didn't sell that great so they I think they decided to take a year off and 
and see how things went. Yeah. Um, and this is what they've come up with, Assassin's Creed Origins, set in Egypt. Mm. And they've gone over and, and overhauled, like, a lot of mechanics in the game, I guess. But at the same time, um, they've brought a lot of Ubisoft elements to it as well, like that you've seen in some of their other stuff. Uh, yep. I quite enjoyed my time with it. Me too. Hmm. Uh, and, yeah, I haven't played, I haven't played a... Um... <laughs> A Assassin's Creed that I've like really gotten into for a while, yeah. probably Black Black Flag. Yep. Um, and yeah, before that, it was like yeah, what three? And I didn't like three. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's a, it's a like it's a really clever game. Um, I I want to know how it'll go down the track. Yeah. Um, like how much. Because, like, we were just marveling at the size of the fucking... The area. ...size of the map. <laughs> yeah. And it felt like I had a large playground to play in with the... Four hours that we had. <laughs> four hours and the, like, three sections that we were able to play in. But, yeah. Uh, there are, I think, 16 sections of that size or so. Hmm. Um yeah like 16 more it's huge seems really big um and so, yeah so it's just, yeah if I, i'm gonna i'm wondering whether or not it'll just wind up being one of those things where you're like oh i'm done with this shit let yep. me just get to the fucking whatever but as it as it was like I, I don't think it will to be honest i think it's got legs enough um to keep going for a while uh I, as long as they were significantly ramping up the rate at which you gain XP, mm-hmm. I mean, um, yeah. The first thing, first like first big thing for me was the combat. The combat's been dramatically changed and it's been dramatically improved. Um, it's yeah. it uses the Dark Souls style of R one and uh, R one for light attack, R two for heavy attack, um, and dodging. Uh, yeah, it's got dodging, dodging. Hiring, yeah. and it took me fucking ages to get my head around it because I don't know something about like seeing a fucking seeing a Assassin's Creed type situation just had me like constantly pressing the wrong fucking buttons. Yeah, I kept uh, putting like my shield away and stuff, and yeah. <laughs> doing weird things. Yeah, or like I was, I was like trying to fucking fire my bow when I should have been blocking. So many times I did that. Um, Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, um, it took me a while, but once I got like the hang of it, it was, Hmm. yeah, it feels like a really good fucking combat system. It's still hard. Uh, It's like, it's a Dark Souls inspired system, but it's not Dark Souls uh, style combat. It's not that kind of like, there's not that depth to it. Um, But, there is like that yeah. doesn't mean it's bad like it's definitely different because um, yeah, they, they've moved away from like the the batman configuration combat yeah. where you could just stand in one area and hit a button and it, he'd kind of attack anyone in that circle or if he was getting attacked you could just hit the x button and sort of defend and yeah. he sort of you know automatically swing into that area whereas this one sort of relies a bit more on positioning and making sure you're sort of locked onto that target and 
and hitting your attacks at the right time, making sure there are openings. Um, so, yeah, they, that, that's kind of where they've gone from over to where they are now. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't know. I think they've they've executed it well. Like, you can't... You can't I don't think... I think people are making the Dark Souls comparison, but you shouldn't because, yeah. uh, like, obviously there are similarities. Don't get me wrong, but the reality, like, the reality of the combat system is that it's heavily driven by stats. Like, you could beat, like, just just being like three levels lower than an enemy is enough to make them basically a fucking boss fight in dark souls like it takes forever to take them down and because they don't wait for you to like attack them one at a time uh in assassin's creed origins um yeah it's just unrealistic basically you have to if you're level 11 and you come up against some level 14 dudes you just gotta fucking run um it's not the worst thing. That's the style of game. Like that's that's why they've got this massive open world, and they've got all these systems available to you to facilitate the, the ability to escape and stuff like that. Like, um, yeah, like you know, it, it, be it stealing a horse, like shooting shooting a rider off a horse and then stealing that horse and getting the fuck away, or or even just like running behind a wall and hiding in a bush. <laughs> yeah, like, or yeah, the basic stealth stuff, or better yet, like, f- fucking running, like, n- deliberately running into a fucking field full of fucking crocodiles and dodging the crocodiles yourself and letting them take care of the fucking soldiers that are too high a level for you. And it doesn't matter if the soldiers can kill the crocodiles or the crocodiles can kill the soldiers because you're, like, fucking, you're getting the fuck out. Mm-hmm. And, like, those sort of conflicting systems is what, like, the game is sort of, like, driving you towards. It wants you to play with those systems as opposed to, like, uh, yeah, just sort of existing. Um, yeah. Or, sorry, uh, just sort of fighting the way through everything. It wants you to, like, try to use all the tools at your advantage to stay alive and do whatever you can. Hmm. And it's really cool. Um yeah, the the yeah the combat's all right. I, yeah, I love yeah. the fucking. I love the animals. I love watching the animals fight other animals. I was constantly teeing up animal fights for my own amusement. I wasted way too much of my time. I didn't finish the fucking the demo because I was spending way too much time just starting shit like that. Hmm. It was amazing. Yeah, it does that thing where, um, like, similar to Far Cry, where you're getting to like a, a camp and they'll be caged up animals. Yeah. Sort of around the place. Um, so I did one area where I snuck in and opened up a bunch of cage doors that had lions in them. And then it was basically like, all right, these lions are going mental right now and just destroying everybody. And I had to rescue a guy and just get out of there. So I picked him up and put him on horse and off we went. All these lions were just kind of fucking everything up. Yeah. Yeah. Like I didn't have to do it that way, but that's the way I just went in and was like, all right, let's, let's see what happens here. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, mm. my, I worked hard to get up the skill tree to get the ability to tame animals if you can make them go to sleep. Yeah, because there's like uh, three trees, right? There's like hunter, yeah. uh, assassin, and warrior. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Something else. I don't know. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, I, uh, I, I built it all the way up. Um, I like hamstrung myself for a good deal of the fucking... A good deal of the demo 
because I wasn't spending any of my points. <laughs> uh, yeah. Just so I could afford this shit. But uh, yeah, I get up there and uh, yeah, I felt like I tamed a lion and just I just run up to soldiers uh, and like start shit with them. And then my lion had attacked It was fucking amazing. <laughs> uh, but I also noticed if you go into stealth while you're walking around, uh, the lion goes into stealth as well, mm. which is spectacular. I love it. So I was walking around and just like ducking and the lion was ducking in time with me, which was amazing. Um, but yeah, I like, I, I don't know. Most of, most of my game of this was seriously just me starting shit uh, between different like animal factions or human factions or whatever the fuck and, and watching them do shit. Like I wasted a lot of time. Um, I, at one point I kicked this, um, this lady off a, a boat, hmm. just stole her boat outright and uh, used that boat to ram into a uh, another boat carrying some military dudes. Mm-hmm. And uh, the military dudes swam to shore. But uh, I carefully constructed this situation to happen right at where a bunch of crocodiles lived. And so uh, the crocodiles just ate all of these dudes and then I lured some hippos over to the crocodiles and the hippos beat the shit out of the crocodiles right hippos well and truly own fucking crocodiles um yeah I don't know I could see like just doing that kind of shit I used to do it in Far Cry as well yeah uh it reminds me a lot of Far Cry this origins um yeah it's got a lot of similarities in my yeah. opinion yeah um I don't know. I'm re- I was really enjoying it. I- I'm actually excited for its release, and I didn't think I would be, to be honest, because, yeah, I haven't been looking, looked forward to a Assassin's Creed for a, a long time. Hmm. Yeah. Um, one one thing that I noticed uh, is that there's quite a lack of emphasis this time around on, the, like, the climbing aspect of the game, um, on, on, like, tall buildings and that sort of thing, because the area we were in was quite flat and yep. it was sort of like you could get to an area where it's like, all right there's a giant like cave here or a wall or something like that but it's not really your, like your classic assassin's creed where you're parkouring across all these ginormous buildings and going from rooftop to rooftop um i i think there is stuff like that in the game because uh, there are cities and i did see some of that stuff but it's not as i guess like it's not as focused on that sort of thing this time around. It seems like they're going more for the combat and um, and like this this hunting and that sort of thing. Unless yeah. it's unless that's something they just did not want to focus on this like for this demo, but <laughs> that seems like all right. Well, that's pretty much a staple of the series, right? It's a pretty big big aspect of it. Um, so maybe the, uh, maybe that's something that comes more into play towards the end of the game, but like early on that was not uh, like even something I came across at all yeah yeah I guess yeah that makes sense hmm. um yeah yeah um but there's like different weapon combinations as well they've got like True, abilities yep. different uh sort of weapon types do different abilities for you like you were doing one that turned you like super saiyan which was, <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. Like an overpower thing, right? Where he does more damage. No, I um, remember that. What? Your screen was going yellow. And then like he 
start bashing people. Oh yeah, when you press like R one and R two at the same time, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I was I was not utilizing that shit at all, like mm. as efficiently as I should have been. So uh, yeah, it it was constant. I constantly had it up and I wasn't fucking using it, which is. Yeah really dumb so it's like um, this meter that builds over time as you're successfully i guess either hitting or dodging attacks that sort of thing yeah and uh yeah you can you can trigger it and you just fucking yeah so my one i think it's i don't know if it's different for every weapon because i had two weapons that did that i, I think, think it's it weapon like types classes, yeah. yeah so faster weapons do that I think you're just able to like fucking stab, 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 stab. Um, I had one weapon where it was basically a big tackle and then like a, an insta kill almost. Yeah, yeah, like um, a lot of damage. I had one of them. Yeah, um, yeah, that's a cool, that's a cool concept. Um, and you and can like get some perks later on that allow you to like start a fight with that, so you can sort of enter the fight with that ability, and then you, yeah, that sort of changes things a little as well. Hmm. But it's also yep. a loot system as well. Yeah, there's a loot system involved <laughs> as well. So you've got all these different items and they're different like um, they're both different levels and different rarities, which is an interesting way to go about it because I don't know if different um, levels is necessarily the best um, approach, I guess, because it does make you feel like, I don't know. Made me feel like sometimes I'd I'd found something and it was just going to be pointless inside a half hour or whatever. Like it didn't. It sort of robs the feeling of getting a really cool piece of uh, gear. Yeah. Sort of robs you of that rewarding feeling. So I don't know if they've necessarily done that right. Uh, it's it's a tough one to balance, but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, what else is there? There's like a day night cycle as well, which I found to. Um that actually affects some of the missions. Like some yep. of them can only be done during nighttime or uh, that was one in particular that I found. Yep. Um, I don't know what else it kind of affects, but... Yeah, I think it evol- uh, affects wildlife, but uh, yeah. I am not sure. Yeah. Um, we had that mission where it was like a sandstorm that came through and just yeah. fucked everything up. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Yeah, that was, that was a good one. Um yeah, and there were like some good fights in that, and yeah, sort of reminded you you were in the in the desert and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what else was there? I don't know. Hunting. Did a bit of hunting. I went to a crocodile den. Stuff started stuff with a, a giant crocodile. That was cool. Um, nice. I don't know, man. Looks looks cool. It, it, we played on an Xbox One X. It uh, running on 4K, which Looked pretty, I guess. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we were sitting 10 centimeters from the screen, but... <laughs> bit close to probably <laughs> if appreciate the crazy, <laughs> crazy uh, resolution that was playing at. But uh, yeah. yeah. Once I got it home, like we captured some footage. Once I got that home and kind of looked at it on a, <laughs> like a, a better viewing distance, then it was like, oh, yeah, yeah this looks pretty cool. You can, uh, it's, it's definitely pretty uh, and pretty in action as well. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's good, man. Yeah, same person. Yeah, for I'm sure. Well in. Yeah. Uh, nice. Cool. I don't think there's much else to say about that one for the moment. I don't think so. No, no, I, not, I can't remember. Not yet. Um, I wanna... Yeah. That's about it. All right. Uh, Should we do some news? Let's do some news. Sweet. 
What do we got here? Ah, Elite Dangerous news. Um, yeah. I don't know if you saw this, but update 2.4 came out, Job. And the aliens that we talked about back in January 2017, so a couple months back, um, these are the aliens that just started showing up in, in Elite Dangerous and sort of were scanning players and doing all these weird things. And then they, they'd kind of just disappear. And there was like this whole mystery around them, like what was going on. And it was sort of this rare event as well. Like it was a word of mouth type thing and people posting videos and really cool way of revealing them, right? Yeah. Um, anyway, those aliens have started attacking players now. And that's cool. I think that's awesome. <laughs> it seems like they're building up to this really big event. And I think this is a really fascinating way of like evolving the story that they're trying to tell. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know, man. Like, I'd prefer if they added some actual gameplay, to be <laughs> honest. But uh, yeah, it is it is a cool way to sort of unleash it. Like, they are making like they are engaging the community, um, and yeah, I don't know. They're, they're doing a good job of, of getting uh, people into it in a way that doesn't necessarily involve, you know actually adding some yeah. interesting gameplay have you read up on the things how people have been interacting with them and that sort of stuff yeah it's it's looked pretty cool you know taking samples if they can but mostly just getting fucked yeah. right like i read something about them feeding human pods to people <laughs> yeah. and then them not attacking you if you were doing that yeah that's pretty awesome <laughs> uh basically yeah like people sending uh pods as slaves into the yeah into the Dargoid chips ships and uh yeah using that as a as an appeasement but uh apparently it only works for a little while and then you gotta be getting the fuck out as fast as you can um yeah it's uh it's pretty cool but yeah like i said i don't know like the it's it just it really yeah i don't know it ruins me because that game has so much potential, but mm. and clearly they've got some some like really cool ideas. <laughs> yeah, cool ideas, and they're just unwrecked so often by dull gameplay. Hey, at least there's a game. True. Unlike uh, Star, Star Citizen. Star Citizen. <laughs> at the moment, uh, Star Citizen is getting really close though, which is cool. Yeah, um, it's like almost. I'm like I'm, I've thought about a couple of times like reinstalling it to see where it's up to except it's just not a good time now hmm. it's a bit busy yep yeah alright uh, moving on the Screen Actors Guild and American Federation of Television and Radio have reached an agreement a tentative agreement um, on the video game strike that's been happening since October last year so uh, I guess if anybody wasn't up to date with this one a bunch of um, publishers have kind of been blocked with working with um, a lot of the artists that are signed up for these for the for the SAG, which is why we've um, I guess seen some problems with the uh, some of these games getting the voices that they're known for because um, mm-hmm. it's only been like a year. There's not a huge amount of stuff that's kind of coming out, but I guess the most notable stuff has been things like um, uh, not Telltale. It was that other game. Uh, with with Chloe as the main um, know, Stranger No, not Stranger Things. 
No, strange. No, uh, life is life strange. is strange. Yep. Yeah. Life is strange. I guess that's like the most prominent thing that I can think of that comes off the top man, because that's involving a an existing character that was required to come back. Yeah. Um, I think that was Ash Ashley Birch, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so this involved like companies, Activision, EA, uh, Disney, Warner Brothers, Take Two. Like some really notable um, companies in here. So they've now uh, reached an agreement. So it sounds like if this does go through, they'll be able to start working again. Um, Two things that are on here that I guess they're going to try and look at. They were seeking bonus payments on on some of this work and they've detailed exactly what this was. This is something we discussed a while back in terms of... um, like some of these demands that they were asking for and whether or not they were good. This seems a bit more reasonable than the area we were thinking of. So yep. it's um it's now based on like uh payments. So if they're they're asked to come in for multiple recording sessions, yep. um that's where the, the, the bonus payments will come in. So if they're working on like ten sessions to to kind of come in and do your recording, then you'll start getting bonus payments on top of each session. Um, and it's not a lot of money. It starts up at like $75 and then increases up to a total of $2,100. I guess we were speculating back in the day it being based off sales royalties, that sort of thing. Um, So, yeah, this is something completely different, and this is something that they're being paid for before the actual game is released as well. It's got nothing to do with with how profitable the game was because I guess the biggest example is when um, GTA... I think four came out and um, the main protagonist of that was it the main protagonist or one of them was not happy with the amount of um, money that he'd received doing that game. Yeah. I think it was the Nico character, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And he was trying to get more money out of them because the game sold, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars worth of copies. So... Yeah, this is something completely different. Anyway, um, the other big thing that they got is some transparency. They're wanting to get an idea of what they're actually working on. So things like either the name of the game or the code name of the game, um, what genre it's based in, uh, if it's like a new IP or whether it's an existing IP, whether or not it's an existing character or, or someone that uh, is a new character, like pretty pretty basic stuff. So. Yeah. As all, like the video game industry, very secretive. And I still don't get why it's such a big fucking secret all the time. But this is where we are. Um, yeah. You know, people auditioning for roles coming in and having no idea what game they're working on or what, or what content they're working on. So that their next job that they go to, they can say, hey, here's some of the roles I'm doing at the moment. Mm. Um, can you hire me? Or, you know, here's some of my experience as opposed to you know them not knowing and then finding out three years down the track this is what they've actually been doing yeah um and there's been cases of that I, I remember you know like big name actors talking about not even knowing what games they've they've worked on with this sort of stuff and finding out a couple yep. of years later that they were in it um I, I think those demands are quite sensible to be honest yeah no they're, they're, they're totally fine I reckon like that's I don't know. I wonder if I don't know. I wonder if they caved. You know, the, I wonder the games if industry. The, yeah, yeah. Um, because they're far more reasonable than I 
expected, to yeah. be honest. And um, I guess, oh, well, sorry. Not, not more reasonable, like more, like lower than I expected. Like, I feel like they should have gone for more. You're talking about the SAG? Yeah. Well, this hasn't been officially agreed yet. They're still going to- Oh, tentative, right, yeah. Yeah. We'll find out later this month if they go ahead with it, but this is what they're proposing. Yeah. Yeah. So, I see. Yeah. Um, Some of the things that didn't make it through um, are the publishers wanting to fine actors for being um, things like late or- uh, being distracted from work. Do you remember talking about this sort of stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I, I, I don't. By the way, like obviously, that didn't yeah, that's that's pretty unreasonable. Yeah, but yeah, um, it's good that that didn't go through. Yeah, yeah. Um, and cool. I think there was something else that didn't make through, but I can't remember off the top of my head. Anyway, that that's a good start. I guess we'll hopefully find out more about this latest month and it'll get sorted yep it's been going on for a while it has um yeah all right um last oh no there's two more um this one is something that's just happened last couple hours Uh, andrew house has stepped down as president and global ceo of sony interactive entertainment um he's been there since i don't know he's been there for like 20 years but in the role that he's at the moment he's been um president and global ceo since 2011 so quite a while PlayStation, yeah. Not Sony. PlayStation, yeah. Yeah. Um, So, he kind of took in the role of uh, the PlayStation 4 era and brought that in. Mm -hmm. So, I I, I guess you could say he's done a pretty good job at that part, considering he's coming off the back of, like, the PlayStation 3 era, where Xbox did a pretty good job of, um, you know. He's been been on board since, like, the first ever PlayStation. Yes. But, uh, yeah. Like, yeah, he was coming off a pretty unsuccessful PlayStation 3, uh, and he's turned the PlayStation 4 into basically what the Xbox 360 was. Was last year, yeah. Yeah, last gen. Um, yeah, apparently he wants to... What, 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 why is he bailing? <laughs> is he starting his own beer company? <laughs> what? <laughs> I remember when the the uh, doctors from Bioware were like, we're going to go start oh, growing yeah. beer. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully he's going to compete with them. Um, I, I don't know what's happening. I, I was like at work and I saw this come through and then uh, <laughs> I haven't seen anything since then. I've been, I've been busy with re- being recording, so. Yeah, uh, he's no been more replaced by Kaz, right? No. Oh, okay. Uh, I think he's been replaced by John Kadera, who's the second. He's like second in command. Um, who's the guy who was in charge of Sony Network, the fucking the Sony Network, the okay. SEN and shit. So that doesn't bode well, to be honest. Uh, no offense against the guy, but. PSN, SEN, fucking a billion and one changes. Uh, I believe they all occurred under Kadera. So, um, yeah, not not fantastic. Hmm. But, yeah. Um, hey, he's jumped out while they're on top, right? True, yeah. Nice one. Uh, cool. Peace out, housey. Uh, what's next? Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, there was a trailer that dropped last Friday morning, early Friday morning. Um, looks pretty sick. And we got a release date. 
It looks amazing. A new release date. Um, we we see some gameplay stuff this time, as opposed to just uh, scenery. Yeah, instead of like yeah, establishing shots. Um, Sorry, not gameplay, but you know what I mean. Yeah, Act- things are happening. Things happening. <laughs> Horse uh, balls. Looks like it's gonna be set before the action's <laughs> uh, Red Dead Redemption, uh, which is pretty cool. Which then uh, makes for a weird. Why is it called Red Dead Redemption Two? because uh, who cares? Um, yeah, um, and yeah, uh, I don't know. It looks awesome. I want to be a cowboy again. Yeah, man. Um, so it seems like you'll be playing as the uh, the bandit gang from um, John Marston's heydays. Yeah, uh, but you're playing Before as a retired. different character. Yeah, so uh, I guess Arthur you- Morgan was the name I think I saw. Okay. Okay. Uh, I didn't. I didn't see the name. So, uh, yeah. Um, that's yeah. It looks. I'm wondering how John Marston's going to come into this. You know, like I think that's going to be the most interesting part of it is the interactions you have with Marston. But uh, yeah, it's just. Um, I don't know. It just sort of establishes a really interesting time because obviously Red Dead Redemption One took place at the end of the Wild West. You know, uh, mm-hmm. progress was was rolling in on rails, um, and yeah, this this one instead uh, will be quite early, like much earlier than that, like uh, at least a decade, I reckon, earlier than that. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll get to see a bit more, like a, a bit rougher Wild West, I think. Um, yeah, and I'm I'm fucking I'm well in. It looks like you're going to be a real bad guy as well, a proper bad guy. Yeah, seems to me like uh, not a lot of high stuff and yeah, and just like being a mad dickhole, which is yeah. cool. I hope. That, do you reckon they're going to do like the player switching? switching? Yeah, I don't know, man. Um, I hope so. I don't think so. Only because that gang is what when they initially revealed it, it was like eight people or something like that. Yeah. Um. What do you think you're switching between eight people? Nah, maybe just three again. Do the you know and the and your your like player character, your PvP character. Yeah. Uh, is my thoughts. You could have one as John Marston, one as maybe Dutch. Is it Dutch? Yeah, is Dutch. The captain of the gang or whatever. Yeah. And one as this uh, Morgan guy. And, I think he uh, plays Dutch, uh, John Marston at the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess, like, looking back at Rockstar's games, the last, what, three have been switching between characters? Like, GTA, you did that, you did that in... Spoilers, Elaine Noir. Um, mm. Didn't do it in, in Max Payne. Uh, no, you didn't. So, yeah. I don't know, maybe. But I, I guess they, like, I just don't know why they developed that technology and then not, never use it again. Uh, and, you know, they could justif- then justify having your PvP character as someone separate from the other crew and then they can sell their shark cards or whatever they call them. Alligator cards, gator cards. Um, and yeah, well, just makes sense to me. Um, it's not as, I guess, interesting as 
it was in GTA with like the way it sort of worked out, but you could still do some really cool heists, switching characters and shit. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, guess we'll see. Yep. Find out. No, it looks awesome. Looks really good. It does. Uh, no word on PC though. So yeah, bit of a bummer. But we know they'll probably double dip on this one. Yeah, yeah. And, and fuck, I'll buy it. I'll buy it. <laughs> I'll buy it twice as well. Yeah. Looks um, uh, but early next year is the date. We don't have to wait till early next year. Long. Yeah. I'm amped. Well amped. Good stuff. Um, cool. That's the that's the show. That's we, the news. We, we I've got a question. We do. Okay. Sure. Don't don't throw that out. Dang is right in. Hey, Luke and Jobenheim. Just a quick one from me this week. Have you fellas seen much about Middle Earth Shadow of War? Comes mm-hmm. out in just over a week, and I've heard extremely little. How do you think it will go? Take care and spike your hair. That's a great sign off, Dangers. Uh, do you, like you don't it. spike your hair. Uh, if you're some sort of Jack character, you might. Um, yeah. Middle Earth Shadow War. Uh, yeah, it's it's out really soon. It's a controversial sort of area, but yeah, they haven't been doing previews or anything. I know review copies are coming this week. Um, it's an interesting one because yeah, it's I like the first couple of videos I saw about it made me super fucking excited, like ultra fucking excited about yeah. it. Um, you know the some of the stuff they're doing with the Nemesis system this round. Oh, wait, uh, sorry, this time around well ramped up over what they did last time but uh at the same time uh yeah some of the the loot microtransaction microtransaction stuff. loot stuff that they're doing makes me significantly less enthusiastic uh it looks similar to the way that my uh, metal gear solid fucked itself um with its like uh pvp type stuff it's like player versus player um, sort of stuff where they went all in on trying to get you to pay money to be better at that and I because there haven't been any previews I'm worried that it bleeds over into the the single player portion of the game and really all I want I don't want multiplayer PvP um, I, I like the idea of like having nemesis nemeses hmm. come across from my friend's games I think that's a really cool idea but I yeah otherwise I'm not very interested in any interaction with uh, other players but it looks like it's going to be a pretty fucking big deal um, yeah just the la- the complete lack of previews uh, is to me one of the most worrying things but if reviews uh, copies are going out um, today this, I think yeah uh, today. that that is like actually earlier than I would have expected if they were totally trying to hide it. It yeah. might have just might just be that, uh, like I know that the people who handle Warner Brothers in Australia had to uh, change uh, staff recently. So it might just be that it came like the staff changing yeah. came at a particularly inopportune time, and Australia in particular just didn't get to see it. Um, so I think this is their first big game, right? Since all the staff changeover. Yeah, yeah. They, they're like Warner's usually pretty good on getting stuff out early. Yeah, totally. Um, that's so. but that's that's what I'm saying. I guess mm. is that like if they are usually pretty good, and so if if they're not, then they might be trying to hide it. But if the review code is going out 
this early, like a full week ahead of time, then um, yeah, 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 might be good. Yeah, mm. yeah. It, it, like in saying that, I'm getting asked about things for like Wolfenstein, like now. <laughs> so that's all oh, right. Yeah, true. Yeah, <laughs> that's what three weeks away still. Yeah, that's yeah. That's I a think, long way out. Yes. Yeah, you can tell sometimes when people are confident about their games. Yeah. When you start getting emails like a month before it's supposed to be out. True. Yeah. Uh, I'm very, I'm still looking forward to it. I want it to not be fucked to death by microtransaction horse shit. And yeah. uh, at this point, I am optimistic that it won't be, but uh, cautiously optimistic. And uh, yeah, uh, keep an eye out. I think. Uh, loot boxes, you know, I we've been talking about it for fucking years on the gap, but uh, I guess the rest of the world is finally catching up to where you've you clever listeners have always been because you're listening to us, mm. um, and yeah, the rest of games journalism is trying to uh, keep track of how bad loot boxes are fucking games as well. So yeah, cool, 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 yeah. cool. cool. Awesome. Thanks, Dangus. Good one, Daniels. Good question. Um, okay, that's it. Let's wrap up. Sweet. Um, I'm gonna go fucking pack. Do that. You can uh, you can find this show on iTunes, Android, Windows Store. Uh, if you help with a rating or a review, it, uh, it makes other people find the show. Um, this is usually the busy time, of the end of the year for us. Uh, I think around this time and E3 is usually our busiest month. So the more people bring in, the better, because um, we like people listening. That's good. Uh, we like emails as well. You can email us at gapodcast at gmail.com. If you don't want to do that, you like Discord, you can also jump on Discord. The gapodcast.com slash Discord. You can send us a message like Dangers has. Yep. Otherwise, um, just jump into the community there. We've got like a bunch of channels, voice and chat. You can talk to people, talk to us, play games with other people. It's pretty fun. Yep. Um, it's awesome. It's good. If you want to check out our social media page, you can do that at facebook.com slash gapodcast, twitter.com slash gapodcast, or you can go to our website, which is thegapodcast.com. has all the links to all those things we just talked about on there, um, including old episodes and all that sort of fun stuff. Uh, but that's all thanks to our Patreon members, which if you want to help support this show, you can go to patreon.com slash thegapodcast. A uh, bunch of tiers up there that you can sign up to. Um, for as little as a dollar. Uh, this week we've got our, our early access members. We'll get this show on the Thursday morning because we have this Assassin's Creed embargo to adhere embargo. to. So, yep. uh, unfortunately, a little bit late this week, but that's because we're talking about Assassin's Creed. So, anyway, thank you to everybody that, that uh, signs up as a member for that. It's awesome. You're awesome. Thank you. And that's the show, Job, this week. Uh, have fun in Taiwan or wherever you're going. That's it, Taiwan. Uh, sure I will. Did you uh, did you say where you're going? I can't remember. Taiwan. Taiwan. Uh, I'm going to the Overwatch Pacific Championship <laughs> Finals uh, to see Blank Esports. Uh, hopefully, do well. But their first match is up against the South Korean team that's been dominating the fucking entire season. So uh, yeah, it might be a bit rough. Still, experience against South Korean teams is always fucking good. Yeah. Uh, especially for Team Australia, and that's what Blank Esports basically is. So yeah. Yeah. Cool. You, you know what I hear about Taiwan? What? Is that they're number one. Oh, I have heard that. Uh, yeah, around and about. <laughs> All right. Uh, Joe, anything you want to pimp this week? No. No. 
All right. Uh, you, I'll pimp some stuff. Go to Survivor.com. Check out my Assassin's Creed Origins preview. It'll be up there somewhere. Um, go read it if you want to. Tight. Appreciate it. That's it. Awesome. All right. Have fun, everyone. See you next week. Peace.